It's your old brewery here again for the whole Aw Man radio program or whatever whatever this thing is. And that was Skinny Puppy. That was Solvent from Remission. That was put out in 1984, the same year I was put out, I guess. Uh, about 36 years ago. And that was released by Network Records in Canada. I think it's like some of the best electronic music ever made. You really can't beat that. I think if that came out now, that whole album, it would sound just as fresh as it did back in, in 84. So what do we got today? Uh, let's see. Zach is going to be around a bit later, I believe, for the I'm Allowed report, as he normally is. Although we haven't confirmed that. I just assume he, he's around. He usually is. He hasn't missed one yet. Um... Then, uh, not necessarily in this order, I will give away tickets for the upcoming Aw Man boat show happening here in Prague. And I just posted all the details on that today. If you go to the Facebook page for the show, then you'll see all the stuff there. Probably too many bands for one boat and and one four-hour slot, but that's how it's got to be. So... Yeah, there'll be more info on that to come and some music by the bands who are going to be on the show, as in the boat show, not this radio show. Um, then there's a whole set of songs pertaining to loneliness or the general feeling of being lonesome. And that comes up after the second half, after we talk to Zach for a bit. And then, yeah, a whole whack of other music from the past, I don't know, 60 or 70 years or so. Gonna get going with Crush next. The song is Wake Me Up. I've actually played this on here before, but it's such a good song that I want to hear it again. This comes from their EP Sundown, which was put out this year through Numavi. And I actually asked Crush if they wanted to play the boat show, and they said that... They're taking some time off to work on a new album, so they're not doing any shows right now, but I think that's pretty good anyhow. I'm looking forward to hearing their new stuff, because the the Sundown EP was really top-notch. So here it is. Here's a little, little something by Crush.
6, 7, 8, peu importe. De la rue Mix, si vous frappez à la porte. D'abord un coup, puis trois autres, on vous laisse entrer. Seul et parfois même. Austin, you're on the air. Good morning. We're doing open phones. Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. 
man das Glück uns so schwer. Fremde Schatten sind rings um uns her. Rufen dich, rufen mich. Wo ist das Licht?
Mascoot. Genuine. It's from their album called Morse, which they put out in 2015 through three different labels. Kaka Kids, Redwig, and A Mosu Du Tofu. Then there was Francois Hardy, Frem de Chatten, from her album Troma, which was released in West Germany in 1970 through Phillips, and also her old collaborator of sorts, Serge Gainsbourg, before that. L'Hotel Particulaire from History de Melody Nelson. Also put out on Phillips the year after uh, Francois Hardy's album. So that was 1971. And to start, it was Crush with Wake Me Up from their Sundown EP. So it's time for You Know Who. Pertaining to show. I want the stars that's going to be in the Coliseum that's going to make the people sway and rock and clap their hands to the beat and get up and dance in an area that will be big enough for them to do it in. So it's a nice day here in Prague. I don't even know why you'd be listening to a radio show indoors. I guess you could listen to it outside. I don't, I don't know what people do. Um, but I'll save you at least some grief of me yakking about shows and say that I haven't really found any interesting new shows that I didn't already announce last week. So you can just go to the old Facebook page and look at the list there. But, of course, there is our boat show, as I was talking about earlier on. And the lineup for the, uh, in terms of the bands, that would be Villasay Roll, Lebanon, Don Vito from Leipzig, and then Football, and my band Alpha Strategy. So that's five bands on a boat. It's going to sail up and down the river. None of this nonsense about stationary boat. It's, it's a sailing boat. Um, so, yeah, in the spirit of that, I'm going to play some music by each of the bands that will be on the boat. Next, I guess, four out of five. I'm not going to play anything by my own band on my own radio show because that's really corny. I don't like it when people do that on their shows. So I ain't going to do it on mine. Nope. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to start with Villasse Roll. The song is One of Us. And this was put out in 2015 on their Howlin' Leisure EP, which they self-released. So maybe now's a good time to give away the tickets. Yeah, even though it's early in the show, who cares? So the question is, Villasse Roll recently... Put out a new EP. You can find it on their Bandcamp page. The question is, where was it recorded? It's blatantly obvious if you go to the Bandcamp page. So the first person to respond to that question with the correct answer gets two tickets for the boat show on August 15th. And if I don't say anything about it for the rest of the show, out of embarrassment, it means nobody has claimed the tickets or answered the question. So if you're listening to this replay, the recording of the show, and I didn't announce winners, then there might still be a chance that the tickets are up for grabs. So, uh, yeah, you can keep your ears peeled for that. 
And if you are too late, well, I'll probably give away more tickets next week anyhow. So yeah, here comes Villase Roll, one of us.
bit of pizza.
Here we go, the end of the boat show band set. Football, the song was Voodoo just now. Uh, that comes from Moon Landing Revival, put out by Stone to Death last year. Then there was Don Vito, no GPS is no punk. They would know. They play lots of shows. It's from their album, Come A Sava, Light My Fire, put out by Head Records in 2015. Then it was Lebanon Boisa from a split with Primordial Undermind, also put out by our pals at Stone to Death Records here in the Czech Republic. That came out this year. And to start, Villasse Roll, One of Us, from Howlin' Leisure, released in 2015. So yeah, keeping it with the Czech band theme, I'm going to play a song by Munchen Conflict next called Dark, which comes from their album Just Do Did Turbo Violence, came out in 2018. It's a real shame. I was looking forward to playing with them. My band was supposed to play with them in Bruno on Friday coming up, along with Autor, who are also really good. But uh, it was canceled due to COVID-related complications, unfortunately. So hard to put off shows these days. Jeepers. What are people supposed to do? Um, But anyhow... This song's really good, and then there's there's more good songs to come after that. I'm not going to play bad songs for it. And then Zach is going to come and do his I'm Allowed thing after that. And yeah, as promised, afterwards will be the, the lonely, lonesome set, and who knows? Who knows? What else will there be? I don't know. And here's Mutant Conflict.
angel sound It's being obliterated in time But his voice is still strong But somewhat of key It kind of falls on deaf ears Here's a place that could rise To anybody's feelings Stay out of five Only two songs till the end of the set Trying to be good can sound a good deal better yet We made to the thirteenth bar and a couple of beers The preceding ones haven't been lost in their fears Then it's time for the stripper to dance in the seven veil. Here's John the Baptist, he's looking kind of pale.
It's a sick, sick, sick world. And it's waiting for you. We're your friends and we've got some good advice. Before you let him break your heart, you better think twice. Just a post on which you lean Left your love just to go between Change of a heart that can't be free The image of a man I thought I'd be Get worse. I can't shake this curse. Then start dragging the river for me.
things get worse I can't shake this curse Then start dragging the river for me Then start dragging the river for me Furlan Husky dragging the river. I love that whole thing they got going on there. This really like kind of upbeat, up tempo song about him needing to find people to find his body floating around the river. It's my kind of thing right there. We also, uh, or where did, where did that even come from? Maybe I'll tell you that if it makes a difference. Uh, it was put out as a single in 1959 by Capitol. Then another song from a single, Get Rid of Him by Bernadette Castro before that. It was released by Cole Picks in 1964. I used to own that. It's kind of sad when I play songs on records that I used to own. You know, when you do all this moving around, you can't be taking all sorts of vinyl stuff with you because it weighs a ton and it doesn't really travel well across oceans. Uh, the scientist before that, Shine from the Human Jukebox, put out in 1987 by Citadel Records. Then there was Bengal with Dumb from their album Shiv, put out this year by Wild Goose Chase. That's another band I'd really like to have come here and play in Prague. Maybe later. Maybe later. And then to start Mutant Conflict with Dark from Just Do Did Turbo Violence. And you know something? It's time for the Coonster. I'm going to call him right now. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. My name is Mac and I'm scared to say. Oh, he's slow. Oh, okay. Man, I was just, just saying, yeah. a little slower on the draw than usual. Usually it's like one ring, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, I actually put my phone down and I, I, I lost track of it for a second. I had to like, I, I never had my ringer on. Yeah, me neither. Screw that. I had to follow the sound. I prefer the buzz over the ringer. It's just like, you know, you can hear the little buzz usually well enough. I think the ringer can be pretty obnoxious. Boy, I'll tell you, you're really breaking up. I can hardly hear you. Ah, shit. Huh. Well, I don't know. I could... That's weird. I can call you back in a while, uh, and then I think I I can fix it. Let me try something here. Okay. Is that any better? Great radio. <laughs> yeah. All right. um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like there's like um, a, a stutter step. It's it's a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll it's do better not, for next week because I, I have a different internet connection I'll use. But I, I was a moron and didn't set it on this computer today just because I don't know. But yeah. I Ooh. see. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, gosh, yeah, well, my, my electricity went out, I, I was like, I was, uh, 
I went on a, a on a date last night for to do to go putt putting, and the most intense storm I've ever been in in my entire life hit in the middle of putt putting, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we had to like rush back to the car. And uh, this guy, this guy wearing a Trump hat, like, like I went back to the <clears throat> I went back into the thing to ask him if they like we got like comp comp tickets, you know, for another time since we didn't get to do it, and they gave us, you know, they gave us. A couple, and um, this uh, this fellow wearing a Trump 2020 hat came up to me and said, "I'll sell you five more tickets. How about that?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, what are we talking, big boy?" And he said, "Well, I pay for and I pay fourteen dollars a piece for them. I'll give you all of them for thirty dollars." I said, mm. "I just like looked around, see how saw how much money I had, and I." I had I had happen happen to have only fourteen dollars left, and I said, uh, "I'll give you fourteen dollars for all five of them." <laughs> and he blasted them to me. So now I've got those, and so now I've got those two tickets and five tickets from him. So I'm going to be a putt putt freak, baby. I'm going to be putt putting like crazy. Is that a regional name for mini golf putt putting? I guess so. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. That's what that's definitely what it's called. I, you know what, I think it is maybe more of a southern name, now that you mention it. I think it is more of a southern name. Yeah, uh, I've never actually heard that Ohio, before. I knew what you meant, but yeah, it's a new one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did we putt-putt when, when you were down here? I can't remember. We didn't, did we? No, I, I wish. I'm a big fan of it. I would love to. Oh, yeah, I, I love putt-putting. It's pretty much like every... If, if I get to choose the idea for 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 a date night, baby, it's it's putt putting yep. <laughs> for me. I, I and this is like there's more actually more putt putt courses down here, like per capita per square mile than there is anywhere else in the country. <laughs> and it's all these really really unusual ones. I played this one last week. Yeah, last week it's called it was called Circus Golf, and um, it was like. It was really demented. It was like kind of like blacklight, and um, it's uh, so it was really hard to see in there. But it's all these like really demented circus sideshow attractions. Uh, very, very, very much not PC at all. <laughs> um, you know, de- definitely like made in the fifties or something like that. Whoa! And it's just like yeah, it's like really, really spooky and kind of terrifying, and you can really hardly see it, see it all in there. The blacklight is like. It isn't well done at all. <laughs> so it's just um, you're just like tripping over you're like tripping over a lion, <laughs> it's like bump, bumping into a two headed baby, you know. Yeah. And you you really can't you're like have a hard time figuring out where where you're actually trying to shoot for. <laughs> they, um, they just took like whatever lights they had in there originally, like normal fluorescent lights, and just stuck in the black lights, and it's like hope for the best, I guess. I, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Because and and I think they're they're like we'll pretty much take anybody because I we were we walked up to them and were looking um, to see you know we were just like looking at the different prices for all of the one all of the different ones because um, some of them can be like twenty five dollars a game which is pretty per person that's pretty outrageous in my opinion yeah so we were trying to kind of like shop around a little bit <clears throat> and. Um, yeah, so there. So 
we walked up there, and um, I was trying to, like, look around. They said, we'll let you play for $3 a piece. <laughs> and it was, like, on there, it was, like, for, supposed to be for $10. So it's like, oh, it must really be pretty hard up here. <laughs> yeah. I guess COVID ain't too kind to the putt-putt industry. Yeah, and I don't understand that because that's, like, one, one of the things down here that you, I think you could do, you know. Maybe indoor is different. Um, I mean, we didn't see another soul in there. It was just that we had we had the whole the whole eighteen holes to ourselves <laughs> for three dollars um, a piece. <laughs> for three dollars a piece, it was great, and they even let us go in the mirror maze afterwards. It was the hardest mirror maze I've ever been in. In fact, I got really freaked out. Uh, <laughs> she she handled it a lot better than I did. I got really freaked out because I knew we kept going, coming back to the same spot, and I was like. We're trapped in here. You know, I started really getting that intense feeling of we're never going to get out of here alive. <laughs> this, this is it. I just like started having this, this uh, like these really um, like berserk feelings of I just got to break all the mirrors. <laughs> I'm just going to start smashing every single goddamn mirror in here. And, uh, you know, uh, I've got to get us out of here. This is a matter of life or death. I started getting that feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we ended up actually just accidentally going out the same way we came in. We never actually solved the mirror maze at all. <laughs> Would you ever go back? I thought that we had solved it. <laughs> no, fuck no. No way. <laughs> Most mirror mazes are pretty easy. This one was, uh, maybe it was just the state of mind I was in, but this mirror maze was tough. I mean, it was tough. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. No, I... I don't know. Maybe I'd have to be in a different mood. I was already a little. I was already a little on edge. So uh, for no for no really for no discernible reason. But I was already edgy when I went in there, and I wasn't. I feel like I have to work myself up for a mirror maze. You know, I have to like psychologically prepare myself because they really do. They really do spook me out. I don't like to be in a. I don't like to be in any situation that I can't really quickly escape from. I like to, my, my, my mind is just constantly on how do I get out of here? I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about that pretty much every moment of my life. Did you tell your date that? So, <laughs> you know what, I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, cause I think she saw that I was starting to get, I was starting to get a little, a little, a little nervous. And I said, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with you, but I do have this feeling like all this time, all every every second of my life where I have to feel like I can escape if I need to. It doesn't have anything to do with you. I don't want to escape from you at all, but that's just, that is my constant state. I'm constantly looking for a getaway. I don't know why, but uh, I think she thought it was, unfortunately, she thought it was pretty funny. We went on, we went on another date two days later, so I think it must, it must not have bothered her that much. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, even if the date didn't work out, uh, it's still yeah. a pretty good night if you got putt-putt and you got a mirror maze involved. Yeah, for three bucks. Yep. Both of them for three bucks. That's a steal. I mean, that's an incredible deal. Yeah, we did that, and we, uh, and, and we walked in a creek. That's a pretty good date. Yeah, I'd agree. Well done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 uh, you know that's a way to spend an evening with someone. Yep, and very economically and environmentally sound as well. Correct. Yeah, that's that is the that is the key thing. I, 
What I really what what I hate on dates is dining out culture. I just don't like dining out culture in general. I'm not wild about it. I'd rather just cook my food myself. Uh, you know, I can get better ingredients. I can ensure it's cooked the way I want it to be. You know, like if you have somebody else cooking your food for you, it's like a you know you're getting like a hundred percent markup, maybe more. And I find that the quality isn't even as good for the most part. Generally speaking, I can cook the things that I like to eat better than the better than someone else. You know, because my diet is really—I have an incredibly simple diet. You know, I live on a farm. I primarily just eat, make like salads out of vegetables that are directly from the garden. Or, you know, we get a lot of eggs here. You know, because we have thirty plus chickens. So, you know. Eggs and salad is pretty much my my staple. That's my diet. So you know, and I'm fine with that. I don't really need a lot. I think it's really. I think it's pretty ridiculous how much variety people think they need in life. You know, like. Yeah. Usually, I'd say I, I, I eat the same thing probably at least five days a week. Sometimes like the whole week long, yeah. which which consists of vegetables, eggs. Uh, some cheese, like that kind of stuff. Generally, it's it's most of the time I I don't deviate from that too heavily unless I'm hanging out with somebody. Yeah, and, and I have no problem with that. I don't want to go to some like Brazilian steakhouse. I don't want to go to I don't want to go to like a chop shop. I, I just like I have no interest. You know, like I know what it takes to fill me up, and you know, like I don't put a tremendous amount of thought into food for the most part. I think. You know, like I'll I'll make different dishes and they'll last me two or three days because I I'll just know, you know, well, this will this is something quickly that I can eat and then I can go back doing exactly what it is that I want to do, which is not really eating for the most part. I mean, I <laughs> I want to eat, I enjoy eating, but for the most part, I'd rather be doing something else. I'd rather, certainly rather be on this phone call right now than 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 driving to a a chic restaurant. You yeah. Know? I just have no interest in that at all, really. And it's just a tremendous waste of, of time and, 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 and money. Things like, I mean, there are like specialty items. Like, uh, have you ever had boiled peanuts? I don't think I have. I think it's, it's really like uh, a southern U.S. delicacy. Yeah. They're really, really excellent. And I've tried to make them myself. I tried to make the brine for them. You know, it's basically you're just boiling. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. You're boiling peanuts for X amount of time, and the, the, the brine soaks the peanuts, and they come out like the consistency of, like, oysters or caviar. It's really interesting. Wow. Texturally. And the flavor is something pretty similar. They're really salty, you know, depending on your brine. They're, they can be really salty, and some people make them really spicy. So it's, uh, it's really a treat. And so there's like a gas station pretty close to me that <laughs> that always has a big old pot of uh, boiled peanuts. So you know, I don't mind to go down there and 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 splurge on some boiled peanuts. I mean that's a treat. I'm yeah. happy to do that. Or there's a uh, an apple orchard really close to me. I'll go down and and buy some pies from them. That's just fine. I mean they're that's their specialty. It's like this. The sitting down and, and eating thing I don't really like either. I like to be on the move when I'm eating. <laughs> There's some people who over here in Europe find that really confusing. It depends on where you go, but like I had a friend of mine who was just like, 
why, why like when he went to Canada, it's like, why are all these people just up and eating stuff? Why don't they sit down? But I'm, I'm more in the mindset of, I mean, I can go either way, but I appreciate the ability of being able to get up and eat food while I'm trying to do something else. It doesn't need to be mutually exclusive. I love to, you know, eating really is a sensual pleasure, but it's, it's, it's sensuality is, is increased tenfold by doing something else while you're doing it. You know, like I really love to like sit down and watch a a documentary or something while I'm eating. That's a treat in bed or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. That's just like a really, you know, like it's like dinner in a movie, but (laughs) it's dinner in a movie and you're eating, eating them and you're doing both at the same time and you're in your own bed. What can beat that? That's, that's like the pinnacle of, you know, that's like the pinnacle of decadence for me. Yeah. Or as we've that's often commented on, being on a train and eating a meal on oh, a train. Yeah. Yep. Moving towards your destination. <laughs> oh, man. What a treat. Yeah. I don't really like eating on airplanes. Not enough space. But it's okay there. I, I'd say that's like, mm, I'm half and half on that. Yeah. The food's always really bad and you don't get a choice. For the most part. Yep. That's it. I mean, what what else can you do? I kind of look at it as you're up in the sky. It's pretty good that you're able to eat food at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, 100 years ago, certainly, it, it would that would have been an unthinkable... <laughs> uh, that would have been a really unthinkable thing. At, you know, 100 years ago, you know, we've been... Uh, our species that we are now for about 6 million years. So, yeah, for like 599,999,999, whatever, 5 million, <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. I think I got those numbers wrong. But, um, yeah, so for all of that time, you know, that concept would have been totally unthinkable for the just the everything but the last cosmo, cosmic nanosecond of our existence on this planet. So only for the last little while was that even an option. So it is a treat, I guess, but the food's always just so bad. I got upgraded to first class one time uh, because they they overbooked uh, the coach, and they just um, they, they did like lottery at random huh. to you know to have another to have one more person go up to uh, <clears throat> up front. And the food there was, of course, excellent. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible food there. So I think if you're if you're one of the lucky ones, you know maybe it's a really great experience. But I don't know. I think they just give you pig slot basically if you're in coach for the most part. Whereas on a train, you have many, many. Oftentimes, you have many, many choices. True. You can pick your own poison, you know, so yep. to speak. Yeah, I'm always confused and when that's people. Hard to beat. It is, yeah. People telling me that, oh, well, I don't usually eat on the, the train dining car. I'm like, man, that's <laughs> that's one of the best aspects of being on the train is it having a dining car and then taking advantage of it. I know, because you can't really do it on a bus either, you know. I mean, it's hard to eat on a bus. You're bumping around a lot. It's a lot bumpier. Yep. There's not room for some you know there's not room for there to be like a dining car for the most part so you're going to get snacks at best you know you're going to get some chips and a soda pop or something <laughs> like that yeah 
but on a train, they, you know, they, I can't, I, you know, I can, I can, I, I can't count on, on four hands how many exceptional meals I've had on a train that were so well prepared, so sumptuously prepared, you know, I, that's been a really common experience, but mm, yeah, I don't know, buses, planes, I think it's just their lack of room. I think so. So they're so big, you know. Space is not at a premium on a train. (laughs) Yeah, and it's relatively easy to move around on a train too. You know. Yeah, it is truly the greatest form of transportation. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I know we've talked about that a lot. In fact, I still remember our little song about train food. Yeah, that that's appropriate right here. Should I sing it? Should I, I sing it right now? I think you should sing it, and then that will cap off our, our segment for today. Okay. Yep. Here, here it comes. Let's see if I can manage a, a falsetto right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Gotta get me some of that train food. Yep. Just like I remember. That's a great food song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that stuck with me. <laughs> For good reason. All right, my friend. Well, we're at 19 minutes at this exact moment. So. All right. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Just like having fun on a train and just clicking on down the track. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my friend, it's a pleasure as always. I look forward to next week. Me too. All right, have fun out there. Be seeing you. I intend to do just that. I'll be seeing you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. There we go. That's Mr. Coons for the week. And now we got our set of lonely and lonesome songs. And I'm going to start it with Lonesome Lee, I figured, because his name incorporates lonesome, and then the name of the song incorporates the word lonely. He's the guy to start it off. So it's Lonesome Lee with Lonely Traveling, put out in 1958 by Bandera Records. Here we go.
Johnny Blakely robbed the bank way down in El Paso. He got $34 in a sack of green stamps, I know. He didn't tell nobody but his little red-headed girlfriend. She turned him in again and again, and now he's four kinds of lonely, three kinds of sad, two kinds of sorry, and one big kind of mad. Kind of mad. Mildred wouldn't. But she had a good-looking man One night she introduced him to her best girlfriend named Ann Yeah, they borrowed Mildred's car and they went down to Mexico Got married, I know Mildred told me so And now she's four kinds of lonely, three kinds of sad, two kinds of sorry, and one big kind of mad, kind of mad. One day I let a stranger take a look at my hunting gun. He said it sure was shiny and he wished that he had one 
Well, he turned around and pointed my gun straight at me and then Said, stick em up, friend I never saw him again And now I'm four kinds of lonely Three kinds of sad Two kinds of sorry And one big kind of mad Yeah, I'm kind of mad When the sun goes down I sit here in my room And the lamplight streaming o'er me Projects my lonely gloom My counterpart in agony Mocks each tear that falls And I cast a lonesome shadow On these lonely, lonely walls He's always by my side at night, no matter where I go. He lurks out in the darkness or in the neon's glow. He follows me across the steps and up and down the halls. And I cast a lonesome shadow on these lonely, lonely walls. Sit and watch the candle and the flicker of the flame My writhing shadow twists and turns as though it is in pain I'm trying to escape the memory my heart recalls And I cast a lonesome shadow on these lonely, lonely walls The image of a love I lost and all the things I planned Are as empty as this bottle that I hold in my hand My soul is buried in the depths of love and life's pitfalls And I cast a lonesome shadow on these lonely, lonely walls I cast a lonesome Shadow on these lonely, lonely walls. As you passed by 
So I stepped around the corner So you wouldn't see me cry Suppose you wanted someone The way I want you Just imagine your body Mind and soul breaking in two Walk the floor each night Shed tears you can't conceal Just try being lonely And you'll know just how I feel Just try being lonely And you'll know just how I feel Summer by the Kittens. That comes from a single put out by Merbo Records in 1967. Then there was Porter Wagner before that, Try Being Lonely from one of my favorite records, most favorite records ever, as they say, uh, The Cold Hard Facts of Life, put out in 1967 as well, this time by RCA. Then it was Hank Thompson 
and the Brazos Valley Boys, I Cast a Lonesome Shadow, from a 1962 Capitol Records single. Uh, Lee Hazelwood before that, Four Kinds of Lonely, from Friday's Child, his album that Reprise Records put out in 1965. Then Danny Goodman, Blue and Lonesome. He really sounds so forlorn in that. It's comical and kind of pathetic at the same time. Uh, that was put out by Nashville Records in 1963. Then the Paris Sisters produced, produced, produced by Jack Nietzsche. It was Lonely Girl from an MGM single that came out in 1964. Then the Bittersweet's What a Lonely Way to Start the Summertime from a 1965 cameo single that was the one i i don't know how well you heard me but i jumped in there because there's this really ridiculous line where she says and the twisted memories in my mind it's like i I think that's a little too much um and then to start as i mentioned lonesomely lonely traveling from a 1958 bandera record single and yeah, for all of those, how many songs was that? Like eight, eight songs? I don't usually do a set that long, but all the songs are like two minutes long each. So to fit into the, the usual 15 minutes of music or so that I play per set, then that's how it had to be when you're talking lonely songs. The good ones are only short. So I got some more stuff to come up. I figure I'll come back and back announce all this afterwards and then probably play one more to close it out so this next one i really don't understand songs like this this is called ho as in ho i got to find you baby not calling his baby a ho it wasn't a thing back then um it's sung by randy rudolph this is one of those song poems that somebody else paid a bunch of money for having studio musicians record it and turn it into a song and the whole premise of this thing is, you'll hear it lyrically, I mean, that's it's really kind of over the top how Randy Rudolph delivered this, so it's hard to miss the lyrics, but the idea about somebody leaving somebody else and then that person who's left behind has to go find the other person, I really don't understand that because I think the person who left doesn't want to be found, and if they were found would they be like oh i thought you'd never find me i'm so glad to see you i really don't think it works like that at all i think it's more going to be like why the hell are you trying to find me and what the hell do you want so anyway that's one of these songs i got to find you baby as implied in the title and he as he says in, in the lyrics he looked in the kitchen he looked everywhere so it sounds like a, a pretty thorough search to me i guess i don't know it's, it's pretty silly Uh, yeah, so I'll let you listen to it and I'll stop talking about it. Here it is. Well, I got up this morning And baby, you weren't there I looked for you in the kitchen Well, I searched everywhere I gotta find you, baby Wherever 
Yes, it will. No, no, no. Oh, I've got a 
Religion. Düster, düster durch die Felder und warten gegen die Gegenwart. A yellow fruit. Orange.
Tang Dein Deutsch, Madame Es ganz schön hoch Ich guck ihn an Und denk, wo Deutsch, Madame Ich find deine Kunst Famos Lippen with Dutch Madam from a split 7-inch that came out through the Latenz label. The other band on there was Art Hawk, also from Bremen, as our Sproda Lippen. And that was released in 2014. Interesting that Sproda Lippen are working on new stuff too, so in spite of all this COVID baloney, maybe there'll be some good music to come out anyway. I hope so. Um, Nicoletta before that. I don't know how you'd actually say this in French, so I'll just kind of say it in English. The song was 32 September. 32 September, at least I could say that. Um, Riviera released that as a single in 1967. I used to own that too on a 7-inch EP that had four songs on it, but this one was just the, the two songs on the single. The Caravans before that with Caravan from a single put out by Kuka Records in 1960. Then Friends of Gas, who will also be playing on August 15th in Leipzig. If I wasn't putting off a show on my own, I'd probably go see them there. The song was Felder. It comes from their new album, Kind of Vetter, which has been out for about a month, I guess, through... That's 
how is that pronounced? Stat sacked, I guess. And then the very silly starter starting song, Randy Rudolph. Ho, I got to find you, baby. I don't know when that was recorded, but it was collected and put out on the American Song Poem Anthology that Bar None put out in 2003. And that's everything I got this week. Well, I got one more song, but yeah, that's a show right there. That is definitely a complete radio show. There's nothing else you could possibly need from a radio show. I jest. Um, Yeah, so thanks for being here, and thanks everybody who decided to listen to the replay. I still got a couple more things I'm working on, too. I'm going to put up... awman.net page or something like that with everything on it. And also the proper 24-7 round-the-clock streaming content radio, online radio station thing that I'm working on too. So, yeah, all these items and more for what it's worth. I, I don't know if it's worth very much. Probably not, but yeah. And then the boat show, as I've mentioned countless times. So I'll talk to you next week. Here's the Jesus Lizard with Monkey Trick, found on Goat, put out by Touch and Go in 1991.
look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.